Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, March 6th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read a parable from Matthew's Gospel. But before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, on this day that may feel incredibly ordinary, may we glimpse the extraordinary grace that you give us every day. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage is from the 20th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, verses 1 through 15, and this is Jesus speaking and teaching. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, how are you on this Monday? And I'm curious, did you give anything up for this Lenten season? I'm doing great. I had COVID. That's why we had to take a little time off. um, And I feel much better from that. Um, I've decided that, first of all, I'm giving COVID up for Lent. Ha, 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 ha. I know, right? Um, But honestly, the thing I'm really trying to give up, and you will find this hilarious, is I'm trying to give up um, cursing. Um, I grew up in a family where cursing was as regular as anything else. And I also have not really viewed it as a moral issue. I think people who curse are just as beloved by God as others. But... I was really convicted with this idea that I want to give God my words Mm -hmm. so that God may use them. Mm. And I don't think some of my language is really about being used by God. So I've been trying to do that. And I have failed. And that's actually been good for me, too, because it teaches me that 
I'm not as all powerful as I think I am, hmm. but I'm giving it a go. So what about you? I've noticed you've been less funny lately. I know, right? <laughs> I do use it as humor a lot. <laughs> Brian says, so my dad literally was a truck driver. And Brian says, well, you sound like your dad was a truck driver, but you also sound like your mama was a sailor. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I haven't necessarily given anything. Uh, well, I guess this I've given up. Um, I've tried to let... I don't know about you, but when the first thing I do when I come in for the day in, into the church building is is I kind of greet everyone, and then I come and then I try to knock out like all the emails in the box before going. Right. Uh, it, it feels good to start with an empty box and then you go about the day. Uh, and so I've I've given up that feeling of productivity and have been trying to start uh, each day in the office with praying in our beautiful sanctuary mm. um so so let in pr- productivity for me can often be an an idol and so letting go of that that moment and that time uh to give that and set it aside for god um and so yeah. that's that's that's, uh, that's what i've attempted to Love do <laughs> you know we i believe the church is really the people of jesus christ but there's something holy about sitting in a sanctuary that's been dedicated to God for so very long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I work here and this is great space the whole time that I don't use yeah. nearly enough. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. But to our uh, scripture, who do you identify most in this parable? Do you identify with the landowner, the early laborer, or the late laborer? So I found myself reading this and I've thought long and hard about why this is, but I find myself hearing it in the position of the the first laborer, um, that they're the ones hired, which is weird. Like, I don't, there's not, I'm like, is there a storytelling convention? Because I think most people hear it that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I think most people identify with that first laborer. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, how does, how does he get us to identify with hmm. that person? But that's who I identify with. I hear it as I've been hired and I'm going to have a daily wage and I work hard all day. And so I find myself going through the same feelings, right? Of like, you know, grumbling. Why I should have received more. I worked longer. Um, and so that's the position I always find myself in. What about you? Yeah. Uh, it, specifically, and I, you know, oftentimes in, in parables, they're kind of bare bones, but then there will be a singular detail that will draw you in. And in uh-huh. this one, it was uh, the heat of the day. And I was like, man, I have shoveled have gravel. Uh, I've shoveled gravel for $10 an hour, spreading two ton- several tons around in Tucson heat. And to think that I got up at 6 a.m. to try to beat the heat and someone would come at two and and be paid the same wage of of the eighty dollars a day. Yeah. Uh, I like almost felt bitterness in yeah. uh, in, in the midst of. And I think I think the reason why why the brilliance of that we identify most of us would identify with that early laborers. Man, do we want things to be fair for? for other people. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Yeah. I think we identify with the earlier laborer because he's being set up as the righteous laborer. Yeah. And we always read ourselves as the righteous person. Uh-huh. I think Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. Here's this righteous, he's there, he's to be hired, he gets the job, he's the righteous laborer. And we always read ourselves into that like position. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the truth is that these are all children of God and they all deserve a daily wage. And so that's what incenses us, right? We don't see it that way. We see us as being righteous. We have done more. But the truth is that we are all God's beloved children and we all deserve a living daily wage. Mm -hmm. And that's what he gives them. Mm -hmm. And boy, doesn't that make us mad. Why do we get mad when someone else gets something good? I just feel the only good things that happen should happen to me, Tara. Yeah, uh, yes. I, uh, well, at least like, uh, it's the, it's, I think it's also the, it's the comparing, uh, yeah. right. It's, it is, um, it is the, the car in the parking lot next to you. Yeah. It is, it is, it is, it is that dead, like, man, I have always loved my car until, that other one pulls up next to me. I'm like, this car sucks. You know, oh. <laughs> like uh, uh, it's it's that it's that what appears next to you uh, that you that you can't help but compare yourself into, or you feel really good about yourself or your body that day, and then you see someone else, and you're just like, oh. I'm having epiphany after epiphany here, but I I think that's what righteousness does. Righteousness means that you have to earn it. And there's never enough to go around. Mm -hmm. That's the economy of righteousness, yeah. right? You yeah. have to follow the letter of the law, but you never can really do it. So you're always comparing yourself to other people that you. So if you're you doing it better, <laughs> if you can't follow the law perfectly, at least I can follow it better than Brett. Sure. Um, and so that's the economy. And then the landowner comes and turns everything all upside down. Mm -hmm. And boy, that makes me mad. It's 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 when it's the view of scarcity, right? Yeah. Um, of the of the economy, as you talked about uh, that uh, that what I have or what there is isn't enough, and so I need to get. When you, when you live in that economy of scarcity, then you try to get as much as you can yeah. to, uh, for yourself uh, as opposed to the generosity in yeah. comparison to the landowner. And there's this beauty, I think, a, a, a similarity between the daily wage and our daily bread, right? Mm -hmm. We are to pray for our daily bread. Mm -hmm. Not that we get more, not that someone else gets less, but that we have enough for this day. Mm -hmm. And God always gives us a gracious plenty. Give us this day our daily bread yeah not my daily bread mm -hmm. um give us this day our daily wage yeah all of everyone. our daily wage uh not just mine right ah preach bread with that we're going to end with a quote from rick riordan who says fairness does not mean everyone gets the same fairness means everyone gets what they need hard to remember that <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.